Hello and welcome to Sketch Please, and it's been a while. This is the comedy sketch show written and performed by you. I'm Catherine Kerr and I run Podcast Pioneers. This is one of our non-profit side projects to make more places and spaces for audio performance and writing in our brilliant medium. Now, it's safe to say 2020 did not shape up the way we planned it, did it? But nevertheless, you've all been making magic in the midst of uncertainty with your sketches. A lot has happened culturally over the past few months in spite of isolation. And didn't we all become so alert for a while to the taste of tinned rice pudding and the sound of pigeons pooping gently in nature? Thanks to everyone who shared their sketches over the past few miserable months. The great thing is that podcasting can still go on during a pandemic, and I'm delighted to have snapped up four fantastic performers for today's set of sketches. Before we meet them, remember that you can also take part in Sketch Please. If you want to write or perform with us, just get in touch. The email address is sketchplease at podcastpioneers.com. Now let's meet today's performers who will introduce themselves and tell us a little bit about what they learned during lockdown. So first up, we have Katie Bennett. Katie, hello. Hello. Nice to be here. I'm Katie. And what have I learned during lockdown? How to be creative from different parts of the country. So we, I've started with my two best friends, a sketch group called Quirks and Foibles. So we have been doing new sketches every week. So I'm based in Chichester. Amy is based in Leeds and Millie is based in Epsom. So we have been conquering all the ways of making things creative from different parts of the country. And so we've been having lots of fun doing that every week and creating new content. So it's been super exciting. That's fantastic. And all this stuff, I bet, would have been really hard to pull together if you wanted to do it in person, get everybody on trains and coordinate diaries that way. Yeah, exactly. It's been a thing we've had in the pipeline since about last year. And it was the week before lockdown where we'd we just met up. So we had a couple of sketches that we filmed all together in the bank, which was great. Um, and then it sort of everything hit and it was very dramatic. And then we had to really think on our feet how to keep it going. And I think it was the best thing for us because it's been so exciting to really do it every week and try try new things and new characters and yeah the pressure of doing something each week is a really good thing especially when there was nothing going on and everybody's on furlough and it's a really quite dismal time for a lot of people and and it was the time that we wanted to bring a little bit of laughter to those people that, that watch um it's yeah it's been really cool that's wonderful <laughs> well thanks for joining us today thank you and, and from chichester as well which would have been difficult yeah. in ordinary times <laughs> next up we have ed dyson edward ed edward Ed or Edward, just not Eddie, please. <laughs> we have Eddie Dyson. <laughs> right, I'm leaving this. I'm leaving this show now. <laughs> uh, how are you getting on? How's it been? Um, yeah, it's been good. So I do a podcast uh, called United Queendom. So we put out two uh, episodes a week. Well, usually two. It can vary. Um, we recap all things Drag Race. So we started last year in October, uh, recapping Drag Race UK, the very first season, and then we've recapped season twelve of the American Show and the first series of Canada's Drag Race as well as All Stars 5 this year because they're like a million seasons now which means we never stop doing it um, so that's been really good and we've got to interview a lot of the queens uh, from the show and have them on as guests but yeah uh, obviously things changed in lockdown it meant we couldn't record in the studio like we usually do so we started doing it um, over Zoom, um, but the audience has said that the the audio quality is much better now. So we're <laughs> wondering whether we'll ever go back. I don't know, and I like the fact <laughs> I don't have to wash myself and stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and so much easier to get all those people in Canada as well. I didn't even know there was a Canada's Drag Race. So. Oh, yes, there is. You've heard all about it now. That's how they say it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got some catching up to do. Brilliant. Sarah. Thank you for joining Hi. us. How are you? Oh, you're so welcome. I'm really well, thank you. It's so nice to have something productive to do that isn't Googling rescue dogs and <laughs> trying to make hummus. So yeah, having a fabulous time. Uh, yeah, a little bit about me. I am an actor and a stand-up. And yeah, I'm in a sketch group as well currently called A Box of Charms. We're at Box of Charms TV. Uh, I'm working with my production company, which is Funny Bird Productions, and just moseying on about by myself waiting for the day the rescue dog comes really <laughs> you make it sound so simple like all spinning all these plates at the same time during lockdown but really you're not doing anything no just waiting for the dog were you tempted to be the person that went for the puppy during lockdown or is it rescue dogs all the way oh it i tell you if i could i would have about 15 by now um but unfortunately i am ever so successfully staying with my mum and dad um, I was very, very lucky to have moved in with them prior to lockdown by about three years. So, uh, yeah, unfortunately, uh, the dog front has not happened, but I'm, I'm willing for the day. That's fantastic. Well, do you know what? You can really clean up when everybody starts going back to work and all these poor little pups get... Exactly. I'll get all the ugly dogs no one wanted and they'll be so, so <laughs> grateful. And we have a Stephanie Hagerman joining us as well. Thank you so much. Hello. How are you? Very well, thank you. All things considered, how have you been? Um, really good. I think lockdown made me realize that I'm totally fine hanging out by myself all day um, and kind of FaceTiming friends for six hours at a time. Like we're co-working. <laughs> Not too bad. Did you, did you get to that point where you felt a little bit ill, though, after spending six hours on Zoom? I definitely had a day where I nearly threw up. I was like, Ooh, no, I've overdone it. Yeah, and then I went on my government-mandated walks, um, listening to podcasts, and then everything was okay. Um, Hooray! Podcasts are here to save us. So what, <laughs> what are you working Woo. on at the moment, Stephanie? <laughs> well, I'm a comedian, so I'm trying to do... I'm trying to get my front-facing camera thing on check for, like, Instagram and TikTok and all of that, but... I realize that, you know, I should try to put on makeup or like do my hair for these things. You know, if you really want that to represent, you know, what you look like, you have to kind of put in some effort. So I'm kind of working on that. It's like the it's a push pull thing. But um, other than that, I mean, I see some shows are starting to happen at like 20 percent capacity. Um, and as a stand up, I'm kind of used to that anyway. So I think that'll be good. Um, and I also saw that like with a lot of shows that are happening, slowly trickling in audience members will be wearing masks and that's fine by me as well because I've literally never seen anyone smile while I did stand up so it should be I think I've had really good training for this um but I'm in I'm in Miami at the moment and we're gonna set up a socially distanced little like fake little comedy club you know we're gonna try to make it really prohibition vibes um and do a socially distanced uh show that day um and I'm gonna kind of yeah, I've written a bunch of Miami-related material, like bikini content stuff, you know, sexy men, Ricky Martin things. So I'm going to see how this kind of summertime uh, version of myself translates, which should be fun. Oh, my gosh. You absolutely win for being in uh, socially isolated distance in the best place in the world. I love Miami. Yeah. It's so fun. You lucky thing. Um, I was in Huddersfield last week. So. <gasps> ah! 
Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm exotic too. That totally <laughs> trashes South Beach or whatever it is. <laughs> the art in Huddersfield. <laughs> well, I hope you'll share all the links with us at the end. But, yes, um, definitely. As we're all recording these on our lunch breaks, and you've been very kind giving up your time in the middle of the workday, um, should we crack on and do some sketches? Yeah. Yes. Excellent. So I've just checked uh, my producer, Pumpkin, the ginger cat, and she's confirmed we're good to go ahead and record. So should we start off? with kind of a guide to our top five COVID survival tips which will hopefully help everybody out during these times and beyond. Number one, how does she do it? Why not use your nocturnal panic attacks for some much needed me time? Paint a landscape, make a lasagna or just sit and contemplate death while sipping a cool glass of almond milk. Last night I made a whole console table. Number two, loneliness is for losers. Sick of everyone sharing their feelings and virtual hugs at you? Decline those Zoom meetings and isolate yourself in a bubble of denial. Try out hard-as-nails phrases such as This isn't as bad as when Steve dumped me. Or, come on, it's not the trenches. Everyone will love you for your honesty. Number three, at least you have your work. Are you the only one in your team that didn't get furloughed? Why not try on your boss's shoes for size? Dress up like your manager and try some new makeup to get in the mood. Have online meetings with yourself and chant incantations in the mirror at the same time each morning to build a routine. Number four, look at all those books. Does your bookshelf contain only a litany of Cheris Jack Reacher novels and that book by E.L. James? If that's too personal to share, why not hold your video meetings in front of your open fridge instead? Load up in advance on Swiss chard and rainbow-colored vegetables. You'll be the coolest customer in your Zoom meeting. If your fridge is bare, try scattering the contents of your bathroom bin to the floor and hold your meetings in debris. Number five, hating is the new dating. Sick of being sick of your partner? Why not fuck them lovingly and make a baby? You'll have the perfect excuse to stay together when all of this is over. <laughs> Should have put a language warning at the top of this show. Oh, yeah, well, disclaimer. <laughs> Bleep. We're going to just tank through these sketches today because we've had so many amazing writings in. So our next one is Patrick Robinson's pub sketch. Hi, can I have a bottle of water, please? Sure. Still water? Yes, when I make a decision, I stick to it. Are you contactless? I'm not allowed to cuddle customers anymore. Anything else? Uh, could I also get a speckled hand, a bishop's finger and a small blue nun, please? Sure, but I'll have to make some phone calls. Any snacks? What kind of nuts have you got? Get out of my pub. <laughs> uh, very Peggy Mitchell at the end there. Loved it. That's <laughs> <laughs> meant to be Phil Mitchell, not Peggy Mitchell. <laughs> That's how camp I am, doing a Phil Mitchell impression. It comes off as more Peggy Mitchell. So. <laughs> It was a whole spectrum of Mitchells there. I loved it. Get out of my pub! So our next sketch is for anyone who's been searching for love during lockdown from Becca Bain and Alex Garrick Wright. So did you meet that guy from Tinder? Chris? Yeah, we went out on Thursday. Honestly, it was a car crash. <gasps> really? Do tell. Well, we went to a restaurant, nice place, and he goes and sits down and just leaves me standing there. I know it's a bit old-fashioned to pull a girl's chair out for under her, but, you know, it's a start. Totally. And then he was so rude and condescending to the waiter. OMG, I hate that. Like, he complained the wine was corked and made a big show of it, trying to act the big man. It was a screw-top bottle. I would literally die of humiliation. 
Well, he had a couple of glasses and asked me to drive afterwards. What a chump! And then he's like, hang on, wait on here. I need to get money out the bank. Keep the engine running. And I'm like, what am I, your driver? And then there's gunshots and alarm bells and he runs out with a big bag of cash and yells, drive, drive, drive! And I'm like, first, don't shout at me. And second, OMG, I'm a getaway driver. Wait, he robbed a bank? Mm-hmm. And made you drive the getaway car? Yep. On a first date? Told you. Absolute car crash. Oh, men! Unbelievable. Well, we went and burned the car and at least he gave me the taxi fare home. So you're going to see him again? Maybe. He's just coming to, like, a lot of money. <laughs> hey! <laughs> I mean, we've all been on first dates like that, right? Oh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. The regular thing. Never one that good. <laughs> this is a personal question, but has anyone been doing the whole uh, Tinder dating, looking for love during lockdown thing? Yeah, I have, but my boyfriend wasn't happy about it. So <laughs> oh. <laughs> Joke. Come on, get yeah. <laughs> time to change it. Aggressively. My crush just broke his leg, so he's had a lot of time to text me all day, but I feel like I'm, like that's the only reason why, I feel like. <laughs> Is that not the plot for misery? <laughs> Talk about a captive audience there. Yeah. But if he listens to this as well, then maybe you can give him a little shout out and say we're coming for him. <laughs> it's probably a really good time to find out if you can actually be bothered with someone isn't it if you can be bothered to you know with everything that's going on find sort of headspace to think about you know asking them how their day was or what they're having for dinner or whatever it is people do on dating apps then um i reckon that's a good acid test anyway but i've known a lot of uh, people breaking up um yeah. during it yeah because i think they've had to spend so much time together it's kind of if you were already on the verge i think lockdown will have been like yeah. the final nail in the oh. coffin kind it's of pushed thing. you over the edge like the divorce rate is so high like they've, i've just seen yeah. numbers skyrocketed yeah globally wow. right it's wild yeah i mean that's a bit depressing let's move on <laughs> i like find it hilarious i'm like <laughs> yeah Divorce, yay! Oh, Cole's breaking up. How did they come up with this? Oh, I love other people breaking up. I find it really, it's my, one of my favourite bits of news, I would say. <laughs> Tell, send them my way. Send them to me. <laughs> send them to Stephanie's mum's closet in Miami, please. Yes. <laughs> well, Sketch Please wouldn't be Sketch Please if we didn't include something from the very prolific Michael Monkhouse. So if any of you are dreaming about summer holidays on a distant island right now, this one's for you. I can never remember those islands I visited. Seychelles. Shells. I can never remember those islands I visited. Cocos. Oh, no, I'm not hungry. Algiers. Does he? That's not very nice. Cook. I told you, I'm not hungry. Maldives. Does he? Better than jeering. Bering. Skinny dipping. Still, better than jeering. Prince Edward. I keep telling you, I'm not hungry. Maybe it was a country. Oh, man. Oh, no, not there. Turkey. I keep... Telling you... Hungry? For the last time. Congo. No, you can't. Stay. Muscat. No, you mustn't. Stay. Guinea. No, for free. Seoul? I prefer rock. India. No, rockier, please. Lisbon? Has been to rock, yes. Baghdad? Don't need one, son. New Guinea? No, still for free. Siberia? Well, then you should drink less. Cola? No, beer, duh. Iran? Good, he might work off his gut. Iraq. His brains, me too. Azores. He didn't see me. Madeira. Is she? Why? Czechia. Why can't you? Czechoslovakia. Czechoslovakia. what? Russia. Why can't you? Alaska. 
<sighs> fucking hate that joke. Okay, Jamaica? Ah, that was it. <laughs> I think I might actually have fatigue from listening to that, like trying to keep up with it. <laughs> Next, we're going to cross to a report written by Holly Wilson on the really hard-hitting consequences of us all staying at home so much. Urgent appeal for criminals feeling shortchanged due to COVID-19. An urgent appeal has been issued in order to help criminals who, in the light of COVID-19, are being hindered from doing what they know and love. Crimes. We spoke to an experienced burglar with a 30-year career in the game, Gary, not his real name. He is part of a union support group, Fight for Crime, who are working for the rights of burglars. We crims are facing an absolutely unprecedented situation here. Burglin is my life, my passion, my joy. How am I meant to steal now that everyone's working from home every day? It's just completely selfish. People should really be looking out for each other more in these tough times. I mean, where's your sense of community? There is a positive note to all of this, though. Over in East London, we have never seen such scenes of a community pulling together. A local concierge has managed to get a petition signed with over 100 signatures of residents who have unified and agreed to leave their houses for a few hours each day. Entire households have agreed to go on a walk so that break-ins can happen and burglars can feel a sense of normality in their lives. There is goodness in the world after all. Prime Minister Boris Johnson is advising the general public that maintaining a routine is key to getting through this crisis. With this in mind, Fight for Crime would like to send out a plea to everyone to consider their fellow humans in this situation. From the contemporary cat burglars to the venerable villains, everyone has a heart. They urge you to remember to keep those doors unlocked on the way out to the shops, or perhaps leave a window open just a smidge. Got a spare fob? Leave it out on the front step so it is easy to see and accessible for all criminals. There is, of course, the very serious element of safety, which we should all consider in amongst all of this, however. With that in mind, we ask all people leaving their homes for this purpose to leave some hand sanitizer by the front door so that when burglars get in, they can have a clean sweep. Great stuff. Um, okay, so if you're uh, if you're like me and you live opposite a football ground, it's been a bit of an eerie summer. Um, are you guys near any any grounds in London or thereabouts? West Ham. Oh, okay. How's that been? Well, I absolutely um, hate football. So if I was prime minister, the first thing I would do is ban football completely, <laughs> so that no one ever in my life ever asks me again who I support. Who do you support? Eurovision. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd say I support Newcastle because I like the kit best because it's most slimming. But I mean, that's not a real footballer answer, is it? Really? <laughs> no, but vertical stripes. I'm with you there. Lovely. <laughs> I live opposite Selhurst Park, and it's just been like a, a bit of a ghost town all summer. It's been really eerie because although I'm I'm not yeah I'm not a big football person either, I really like the vibe of everyone else getting to it whilst I'm sitting imperiously in my house looking down at them. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds quite pervy, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. And I think the face that I just did really added to it. I've got a, I've, I've definitely increased in perviness since all this social distancing happened. It's uh, 
natural side effect. Aww, but um, It's been a long time. <laughs> yeah, so uh, as if life wasn't hard enough in a sporting world right now, Belinda Brady's taking us inside a referee's anonymous meeting for this next sketch. Now then, everyone. Quiet, please. Let's start our meeting. Who wants to start? Okay, thanks. Yep, go ahead, Terry. Hello, my name is Terry and I'm a referee. It's been three months since my last red card and I feel okay. I imagine it's a tough life being a referee. The fans hate you and you can't please them all. Oh no, I love it. What do you enjoy about it? Uh, it's the power, the excitement building up, the opportunities to catch them out, those overpaid Nancy boys tempting me on every pass of the ball until bingo! Gotcha! What's that? That's a bookable offence. Say some more. Calling the player over, putting my hand in my back pocket, slowly drawing out the card. What colour will it be? Aha! Taking out the red card, pointing it at them, brandishing it in the air, signalling them to turn around, writing down the name, sending them off. The power, it's, it's, it's orgasmic. Does it affect your home life? Well, they say you shouldn't take your work home with you, but mm, it's difficult. In what way? Well, it's the fourth official. She don't understand. Who, sorry? The wife. Hmm, I see. So how does she cope with it? Not too well. It's the mood swings, you see. What, when you've made a bad decision? I mean her mood swings. When I book one of her favourite players, if I send one off, she doesn't speak to me for days. And as for the bedroom department, let's just say there's no handling in the area allowed and certainly no shots on goal. Oh, dear. Mm. Have to make do with handball. <clears throat> I see. So, have things got any better since your last red card? Well, yes, actually. But you see, I've decided to go for a substitution. Really? Aye. There's this fantastic dating site for referees called Match Fixing, and I've met this cracking lass called Melissa. She's out of my league, but who cares? I've really scored there. So you've been playing away from home. Aren't you afraid of being caught out? Sorry, uh, wrong sport. Think of the penalty if your wife finds out. Well, I've been lucky so far. Although I had a bit of a tight corner last week. What happened? Well, I stayed extra time in the pub with Melissa and I only just made it home by the final whistle. I think the wife might suspect something. The game might be up. So you think it's all over? <sighs> it is now. Line. That's my favourite. <laughs> As lockdown measures relax in some places, many of us are setting out on long car journeys to see family or enjoy time together. Rob Smith doesn't seem to think a weekend break in the Dales is quite far enough, though. Space flight down, this is ground control. All checks normal, maintain present trajectory. Over. Quit it. Ground control, preparing to ignite secondary thrusters. Over. Stop. Prodding me. What's going on back there? Roger's face flight one. You're approved for ignition. Over. Captain, John keeps annoying me. What? John's being really annoying. John, stop annoying Lieutenant Hillier. Is there a problem, space flight one? Over. No problem, ground control. Over. I can't believe you told on me. You're such a telltale. I can't believe you're such a goober, you goober. Fart face. You're the fart face. If you two don't quit it, this flight is over. This flight is what? Over. Sorry, what? Over. You said this flight is what? Over. Over. Oh, don't worry about it, ground control. Just a small situation, but it's over. It's what? 
Over. Oh, for... It was a small situation with the crew, but it's over. Over. Lieutenant Hillier, can you optimize the metrics and prepare to launch the phasing probe? Yes, Captain. Yes, Captain. Stop it! Ned? John! Is your program ready to collect and analyze the deep space data? I've configured the meta-algorithms and there's a repeating subroutine to ensure we don't miss anything. You're the nerd, nerd. Oh, Captain! Look, you two, you are highly trained astronauts and scientists. If you two don't quit it, then no one's going to the moon! We're sorry. Are we nearly there yet? What I really enjoyed about that, which which the listeners to the program won't have seen, is that Ed um, just saved me a whole load of time on post-production by putting his hand over his mouth to mimic, <laughs> actually create the sense of talking through a distorted <laughs> radio microphone to outer space himself. So there we go. I don't need to worry about, about my effects. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> now, should we do a bit of culture? Uh, sort of culture. Ooh, I mean, what's that? I don't know if you remember, we all we all used to sort of get money making things that weren't related to feeding or meeting basic human needs. Um, Are you sure? Something to do with the human soul. It's a bit rusty, but you may have heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so sad. Like, I mean, the Chitster Festival Theatre do £5 for 16 to 25. So I had literally every show under the sun this 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 time. Like, I, I'd booked everything, and this time would have been The Unfriend, which was the new, uh, directed by Mark Gatiss, written by Stephen Moffat, Reese Shearsmith in it. And I was so excited. And obviously, when everything went, um, I like. I think, I don't oh. even know if today would, would have been the day that I was going. I'd booked, like, the press night and another time for my friends to come and see it because I was just so excited. Um, but next year... They're who I've been impersonating. Oh, I was going to say, I, I was feeling the vibe. <laughs> Def- definitely like a Steve Pemberton, I can see that. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I hope you don't mean looks-wise, otherwise I'm going to get offended. No, 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 <laughs> definitely. No, <I'm> <laughs> Did any of you have shows cancelled or and find another way of doing them? Yeah, I'm seeing nods. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, yeah, we were meant to do our first ever live showing of the uh, podcast because just before lockdown we got a sponsor, so a gay bar started sponsoring our podcast yeah. and then um, we were going to do a live show and get all our listeners in, or all five of them in, to like <laughs> try and make them some money back. Um, and then lockdown happened, so that got cancelled. So we, um, our sponsorship is on pause at the moment because they had to close mm. the bar. Uh, so that was a shame. But I'm more sad about the things I've missed that I had tickets to. Like I was meant to see Lady Gaga this week in a stadium. <gasps> so oh, that's devastating. And yeah. Glastonbury, I had a free ticket for Glastonbury and it's not happening. Oh my God. <laughs> there is no silver lining to that. So don't even try and think of one. It's just sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. You can't really verily go back to something. Verily? That was a Shakespearean word. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, you can't really go back to someone and say, like, you know that free ticket I blagged? Yeah. Can you just transfer that for me to next year? Well, you year? say that, but yeah. I actually have said that. So it is, <laughs> it is possible. Don't ask you, don't yeah. die. Hey? <laughs> Stephanie, what were you doing that has got postponed? I mean, nothing actually hasn't been properly postponed, but it's just been cancelled. It's Edinburgh shows. Um, and just like little, just like little um, pilot things and filming things. So now it's kind of like, you know... I was meant to film things and now you know, I'll never know what that's like anymore. So 
I'm just going to keep using the moisturizing face masks and stuff until, you know, until I'm a, I can never be on camera again, right? So Your skin <laughs> looks very good. Very glowing. Yeah. Sheet mask, sheet mask. It's all face. <laughs> sheet mask? I thought that was just Miami. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed for lots of magic wood you all, um, well, when we can finally yeah. get back to. I don't want to say normality, but whatever that thing is that is going to be. Yeah, whatever it's Some called. people are using a phrase, I don't know if you guys have heard it, it's quite niche, called the new normal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. some people Ooh. are. Yeah, I think so. It's a bit underground, but I'm trying to see if it catches on, because, uh, yeah. I think you're onto <laughs> something there. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> no, if I hear that one more time, I'm going to slap someone in the face. Not that I'm allowed near them to slap them, but I swear to God, <laughs> it's driving me mad. Please invent the virtual slap app. <laughs> just, yeah. You know, instead of sending virtual hugs, you can just ping someone and they'll just get a <laughs> notification on their phone. It's like... Whoosh. It's called trolling. And <laughs> <laughs> the oldest art in the yeah. social media playbook. Oh, well, hey, at least um, some people have been able to go to the theatre. Dr. Jekyll and his companion, Miss Webb, have made it along to a show in this sketch from Gary Mullock. Well, Miss Webb, that was a wonderful first half. This theatre trip of yours was a splendid idea. The fellow in the dress is very amusing, is he not? Indeed, Dr Jekyll, very amusing. Though the play is a little whimsical for my taste. Whimsical? <laughs> I suppose it was. Well, oh, I must apologise, my dear. I just... Oh. Dr Jekyll? Are you all right? Your face appears quite contorted. Is it Mr. Hyde again? I'm afraid so, Miss Webb. You must think me a frightful oaf, but I, I simply can't control. Dr. Jekyll? Where are you going? Oh dear. Perfectly ghastly. That's very unfortunate. Please accept my apologies, Miss Webb. I'm absolutely mortified. Oh, nonsense, Dr. Jekyll. No need to apologise. Are you quite recovered? Yes, I'm fine now. Although I feel there'll be no second act tonight. I can imagine not, since you seem to have killed or maimed half of the cast. Perhaps we should leave now, before the police arrive? Yes, I think that's best. I'm thinking of going boating on Sunday, if the weather's nice. Would you like to come? Boating? I'd love to. Another splendid idea, Miss Webb. Try not to bring Mr. Hyde this time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Miss Webb, you really are quite the tonic. Oh, <laughs> Miss Webb, that was adorable. We all need someone like yeah. that in our life. My neighbours are going to think I'm being murdered now. If no one phones the police, I am offended. <laughs> and it just confirms what I already knew about London, which is that... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, all of us wearing headphones during those screaming, contorting scenes are just slightly, uh, the ears. slightly going cross-eyed now. Well, now you know how my lovers feel. <laughs> <laughs> we have one more sketch, which, well, I suppose is appropriate whilst we're on the topic of the arts. So this has come in from America, across <gasps> the pond. Oh, wow. I know, we have an international... Uh, writer base and performer base now. This is exciting. So thank you very much to Nicole Colchette for sharing her story of Subway Buskers, which we've adapted for audio here. 
Excuse me, everyone. Uh, could I please have a moment of your time? Uh, I don't mean to disturb your subway ride, but uh, I have fallen on hard times. Oh, I just call it with these people. Uh, my name is Catherine, and I am a good person. I worked hard in high school and made it to a good college, but due to a series of bad choices and bad luck, I ended up getting my MFA in avant-garde screenwriting. I could really use some help right now. If you could just spare five hours of your time to read my screenplay, entitled Deep Words and Feelings from a Misunderstood Girl. Sir, 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 uh, can you read my screenplay? Uh, Ma'am, please, can you just take a look at my screenplay? Ooh, sir, no, 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 I don't want your money. Uh, screenplay? Or, or maybe you have some connections in the industry. Uh, Someone please just analyze my character growth. Oh, is anyone here an agent? Anyone? No? Oh, god damn it! Way to slide in on a shrimp sandwich, everyone. You would understand that reference if you had read my screenplay! Oh, you all are such insensitive turblets. I've gone through a lot of hardship. Ever since I graduated, they told me I couldn't live on campus anymore. So, now I have nowhere to live. Except with my parents. Uh, but I want to live in L.A. Oh, don't blow your nose on it! Those are my feelings! Oh, I told my dad that he needs to buy me an apartment in L.A. so that I don't need to hack into my L.A. friends' accounts and Photoshop my face onto their bodies anymore. But my dad said no. Then things started to look up because my dad's friend's uncle's son is Quentin Tarantino and my dad introduced me to him, but he wouldn't read my screenplay. And then he took out a restraining order on me, all because I gave my screenplay to him by breaking into his house and shoving it into his arms while he was sleeping. <laughs> but I just wanted to show him that I'm a really unique personality. Since it was all just a weird misunderstanding, I ignored the restraining order and followed him on his vacation to Aruba. And apparently that's a crime. So my dad had to bail me out of jail and now he holds that over my head. Edward leaned and whispered, and so it looks like the lion fell in love with the lamb. Bella then... What the hell? This is just copied lines from Twilight. It's not plagiarism in context! Uh, anyway, my dad acts like it's my fault that every time I leave the house, my screenplay and I end up in the same place as Quentin. But that's just the whimsy of life, you know? And now I am on house arrest, and I am not even supposed to be here, but, but I am because I am very committed to my craft. So, I really need you all to find it in your hearts to read my screenplay! Excuse me, everyone. Can I please have a moment of your time? Get out of here, Dance Academy! This is my subway car! <laughs> Great! Guys, those are all our sketches. Give yourselves a big round of applause! Thank you so much. And I particularly Thank would you. like to take the phrase turdlets forward from that. I know. <laughs> I've never heard that before and think I will use that in my everyday It's so <laughs> sweet. <laughs> it's going to come in so useful. And plus, if you are still wondering what to do with your arts degree, I recommend a career in podcasting because really there are still not enough podcasts out there in the world. Right? Hardly any. Podcast <laughs> representation for sure. So we are more than out of time on our lunch break recording. So please can I say an enormous socially distant thank you to our cast, Sarah Tattershall, Katie Bennett, 
Edward Dyson and Estefania Hagerman. Thank you. <laughs> and guys, why don't you tell our listeners where they can follow your exploits and your creations on social media and online? Sarah, do you want to? Sure, do um, I'm on all socials at Sarah J Tat. Great. And what have you got coming up that you're particularly excited about that you want people to look out for? I have got a really exciting pot of hummus that I am making this afternoon. Um, I'm also really excited for season three of Selling Sunset on on Netflix on on Friday. I'm not obviously in that, but I love it. Um, But in terms of my work, um, (laughs) yeah, you can check us out at, um, at Funny Bird Prod on all socials. We should hopefully be able to do our show post covid but in the meantime we're just you know we're just online just just being just being gals online and my sketch group is called box of charms and we are at box of charms tv and there's sketches pretty much all the time if you if you're not sick of sketches never sick of sketches (laughs) katie what about you what's going on what's coming up um you can find me on twitter at katie f bennett and on instagram as well but more importantly, sketches, because we all love sketches. Um, <laughs> you can follow my sketch group that is Quirks and Foibles on Twitter and Facebook. On Twitter, we are at Quirks underscore Foibles. On Facebook, we are at Quirks and Foibles Sketch. And you can also subscribe to us on YouTube. We have new sketches every Monday at 6pm. And we've even released some behind the scenes of how we are connecting via via the internet over different parts of the country um but yeah please give us a follow and that's what i'm doing all my spare time with at the moment (laughs) estefania what's going on with you what's happening um i just want to piggyback on what sarah said and i also um want to just give a big shout out to selling sunset season three as well um (laughs) uh it's kept me sane during core um and then i'm on instagram where i will be putting my illegal socially distanced prohibition comedy show on there okay instagram is estefania baja i'm gonna have to spell my name because you never know in in this day and age e-s-t-e-f-a-n-i-a-b-a-h-a so that's instagram and i put fun videos and stupid things and then um twitter is this is estefania lol e-s-t-e-f-a-n-i-a-l-o-l like you know the the lol um (laughs) yeah so um musings cultural commentary stupid things um, and yeah, Selling Sunset Season 3. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Edward. Um, so anyone who's a fan of Drag Race, if you want to listen to our recaps, it's United Queendom Podcast. Uh, you can find us on Instagram uh, at United Queendom Podcast or we're on Apple, Spotify or SoundCloud and hopefully soon YouTube once we settle some legal issues. Um, and then we, um, if you're not into Drag Race, we sometimes do drag, non-Drag Race content. Um, so we do comedy sketches, impressions, tell outrageous stories, myself and uh, my co-host Sam Dowler. And this week, at some point, we're putting out a special pr- uh, Pride episode where we share stories about um, uh, various Pride events and things that we've done over the years, which is a really funny episode. So tune in for that if you are into gay rights. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Fantastic. Well, we'll, we'll put, uh, I shall endeavour to put as many of um, these links as possible on social media so you can all find them really easily. If you would like to perform all right for Sketch Please, please just send us your name, your sketches and whatever you want to submit to sketchplease at podcastpioneers.com. When I get another free moment, I will send out the Zoom klaxon and we can make another show. And well done to all of our writers for keeping us smiling. This time they were Patrick Robinson, Becca Bain and Alex Garrick-Wright, Michael Monkhouse, Holly Wilson, Belinda Brady, Rob Smith, 
Gary Mullock and Nicole Colchette. And thanks to you for listening. We hope this made you smile. If it did, please share it with a friend. We'll be back again soon. But in the meantime, here's much love to you from everyone at Podcast Pioneers. Bye. Bye.